Welcome everyone to a special series on Rapture, a Bioshock Lorecast podcast. My name is Hunter, and I will be leading our co-hosts through a tabletop role-playing adventure that takes place down below the ocean depths. Join us as we escape from Rapture. The following episodes may include foul language, fancy violence, blood and gore, and sexual content slash humor. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everyone, to a special edition of Rapture, a Bioshock lore cast. My name is Hunter, and you may have heard me from the guest episode that we did about a month or so ago, but I have now finally have came back, and we are doing a special TTRPG, Escape from Rapture. And, of course, I'm with the two co-hosts of this podcast. Valkyrie Kenton and Twisted Vice. All right. And so we are going to be using the tabletop RPG system called Any by Charles Ward of Exist Games. And when we talk about rules light, Any is a system that is as rules light as you can possibly get, as our players will only need six of the usual seven dice from a usual dice set. And basically, we just come up with whatever story we want, and then I'll decide as the game master for this game if they need to roll for it or not. And so, as the rules go, if you get higher than a 4 on any of your dice rolls, it's a success. The higher the uh, the higher the success, the better that your ch- the achievement will possibly be. And it's just go on from there kind of deal. I'll explain more as we get into uh, their character creation process that we're going to start going into right now. And uh, we discussed on the we discussed like behind the scenes. You all are going to be playing as a married couple during the right after not long after the events of the Rapture Civil War has started up. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're good, um, y'all. So y'all have y'all been able to come up with any names for what your characters are going to be? Well, I was thinking since it's supposed to be in the 1900s and everything. <laughs> Shut up, you know what I meant. Um, I was going, trying to think of like a, not really like an old-timey, but an old-timey kind of name. Um, what, do you, what are you thinking of? Well, definitely for sure Maxwell is my first name. And then we've got to think of a married last name. See, I was thinking Genevieve for... My character's name. So Maxwell and Genevieve. Mm. <laughs> it's different trying to think with a trying to think of a last name. Anytime I've played anything that has to do like D and D wise, I've never had to worry about a, like a last name. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Well, McFarlane. Yeah. So for Maxwell. this one. Yeah, for this one, we're not having to go too far in-depth since we're sticking kind of still in real life. And it's definitely, like, who your characters are kind of plays into how it will go in, depending on how the story goes. But it's definitely not, like, D&D kind of focused where it's like, oh, they're this certain race and they can do this and that. No, this is just, like, this 
system, any, you, is more for story purposes. This is a story-driven game where the, your choices will dictate how the outcomes go. So, and like I said, it's a very simple system. Six dice. So they will be using a D4, a D6, a D8, a D10, a D12, and a D20. And the one rule that I will be changing for this, because this is in, this, this is taking place in the Bioshock world, so of course I have to have it set up to where it's like, oh yeah, these you could possibly get killed like in an instant, no problem, depending on what happens. So the one rule I will be changing is it usually says like if you roll once you roll the dice, it's considered spent and you can't use it again. I'm adding the caveat where as long as you you roll successes on the dice, you're allowed to keep that dice. You don't have to consider it spent. You only consider it spent when you fail a roll with the dice. Okay. Yeah. Because the dice are also treated as your health. And so I'm going I'm kind of re- I'm still working on like kind of the how I'm going to work the BioShock items for how it works. But let's say like but definitely it's like if you find like a one of those health packs they keep in the game, if you find like a basic one, it will allow you to like regain one of your lower dice. Or if you find one of your, like, a greater, like, health pack, it would restore, like, one of your highest dice. Or a dice you're choosing, depending on what you have left. Okay, cool. And then I'm also adding in the an extra D20, and this is going to be your Eve counter. As in Bioshock, you all will have, um, and I'm already, pla- not, plasmids. Is Or am I getting the wrong one mixed up already? Uh, that'd be right, plasmids. Yeah, plasmids. Yeah. No, I keep getting Bioshock and Infinite. I keep getting those names mixed up, so I'm always... My brain keeps wanting to converge the two together, so yeah. So, oh, that's another one. You're all... I'm going to let you each... Your characters are going to start off with two plasmid abilities. And it's just like the basic starter ones. Nothing, like, crazy or anything. Like, uh, like you could choose from, like, Incinerate, uh, Electro Jolt, Telekinesis... Basically, any like the main basic ones, you can have pick two of those for your character to have. I will let you start off with two of those, and then how it will work with your Eve counter is every time you use your uh, plasmid for like something small, like if you were to shock a door to open it, it subtracts one. But if you're in combat and you use your uh, one of your plasmids to attack, it's minus two. And then if you find uh, those Eve packs anywhere, it's going to re- restore part of that Eve counter for you all. Okay. So I'm, Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, I was bringing up the list. Yeah, I, I was just thinking done, that, too. I, I may have, had, have done a video on them, but I'm trying to remember the entire list, because like him, I'm getting my plasmas mixed up from the first and the third right now, so <laughs> give me two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, they're called Vigors in the third, and I don't know why I keep thinking they're called that in Bioshock, but no, they're plasmids. Okay, so so I will, uh, I think one caveat is uh, you will not have access to target dummy or security bullseye just yet. Okay. But there, you will have, op- there will be chances where you could find other plasmids as you all are trying to escape Rapture. So there is a chance that you all can find more plasmids and gain more powers, but of course, as in Bioshock, it increases the chances of being spliced the more you use your plasmids in your Eve. I mean, that makes sense. It happens to them in the game anyway, so, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, I'm trying to think what 
else? Oh, and another. Oh my, I almost forgot. Another uh, part of the game is there are things called silver and gold ennies. And how these work, you're, you you will each start with one silver and one gold. And let me pull that up really quick so I can try to explain it just a little better. Um, okay, so if you use a... So a silver any allows you to add plus one to any die after it's rolled. And then a gold any allows you to re-roll any die. And so... And you will also... There will be the chances of earning more... Uh, any gold and silver ennies as well depending on like how the story goes and how well like role playing works out too so there is rewards for good role play in this game as well okay sorry I'm writing this stuff down as you're talking <laughs> oh you're good uh I think you all should have the rule book too because I believe I said that y'all to you as well but I will always keep it on hand in case y'all have questions about anything um Oh, another uh, really quick thing I will mention is um, there's something called a there's a mechanic called great success. So if you get the highest uh, result possible on any of your dice, you can reroll that dice. So, so let's say you got like a six on a d6, you will reroll that d6, and then there's like different things that can happen to you that will be like a like kind of a, a reward from that great success that you all got. So almost like. Um... Oh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? I know, like I know, D and D's completely you know different from what we're doing, but um, uh, dear, that one session that when we you would hit uh, get the highest point and it gave you like a uh, perk. advantage, yeah, or advantage. Or, um, <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, inspiration. No. It's almost like uh, it's like an advantage roll or a perk roll, is what it was. Kind of is what it was. Oh, another thing um, that I will also let you all start with for like uh, beginning equipment. You will each have a wrench for a melee. You'll each have a wrench for a melee weapon, and then uh, you could choose one uh, ranged weapon from like the. Listed like a Bioshock, like main Bioshock weapons for like one choice that you each could have. So you can use, you could choose, you can have either a pistol, shotgun, a machine gun, or I'm trying to think. I want to say, well, it, it's not part of it. I will say there's also like a rifle that y'all could pick to choose for like one of the ranged weapons that y'all can carry. And then, like okay. usual, you can collect more possibly as you all journey through Rapture. But yeah, I know we've both we've all been really dead set on trying to get this done and going. So I understand everyone's anticipation to be like, "Let's start already." <laughs> uh, oh, man, ever since you brought it up as a, how would you feel about doing this thing? I have been extremely excited about it, and I know we've you know tried multiple times so far to get together to do this, and it's been difficult with you know life getting in the way. But I am excited that we're finally able to do it. All right, and then there is a let's see. There's offset. There's a. You, there's also you can get affected by stuff, which will make you lose like your lowest dice, and you can like lose to have all your dice be like lost or spent, and you can still be moving. But if you were to like be affected or hit by anything while you have no dice, 
you will end up being like knocked out or worse depending on how the game goes but if you all do do like a rest at any point during the game you are able to gain so there's a full so basically it's like if you do like a full rest you get all your you recover all your dice or and then or if you get a quick rest you get just your lowest one okay and so that's how we'll do that's how that one works and then there's no there's no initiative this one's basically like everyone will get like a turn to do something before i have like npcs or opponents do stuff and i think just making sure that there's not missing anything else covering most of the basics i will probably explain stuff more as we go along there are some challenges that may require you to roll two dice and have to get two successes um i don't know how often i'll use that but there's a fair warning that i can do that to you at any moment depending on the severity of what you're trying to do yeah he sounds like a dm (laughs) and i think does anyone have any other questions do you have any questions, dear? Nope. Not me currently. Alright, then. Then I'll say with that, we definitely have enough time to do some a basic introduction session okay. now, going into that. If y'all are ready for that, of course. Yeah, I'm ready. Alright, let me... I had something ready to go, and then I got distracted trying to find other stuff. Instance for a couple, it might be best if out of the plasmids, if we did one's different. I mean, then we'd have four different plasmids right there that would help us. Yeah. Oh, what plasmids are y'all thinking about using? Just out of curiosity. Uh, incinerate. I was thinking for one of them. Probably incinerate and winter blast. That'd be pretty cool. I forgot about and- winter blast. Is that one good? Well, depending on what you're trying to do, yeah. I mean, because you can freeze your opponents and basically just smash them with a high enough oh. roll. I meant because you said there's a few that we can't do right off the bat. That's why I was well, making sure that was a good one. Oh, no. I'm so based, so I would consider like Winter Blast, Incinerate, uh, Sonic Boom, Telekinesis, Electro, electro Jolt. Uh, it's kind of like more the kind of like the starter ones. Yeah, the six starters. Start- yeah, with the exception of a target dummy and security bullseye. Okay, then I'll probably do electric bolt, electro bolt, and insect swarm. Oh, okay, yeah, all out insect swarm. I forgot about that one too, but I'll allow yeah. that one. So That's insect fair. swarm, yeah, it's uh, electro bolt, incinerate, insect swarm, sonic boom, telekinesis, and winter blast are the uh, six beginner plasmids. All right, and I have a basic map that. Bad podcasting here, but I do have a basic map pulled up. So I will try my best to make sense of what I'm seeing to try to explain further about where you all will possibly be going to have to get to where you all need to go. Because as the name implies, you all will be escaping rapture. All right. Is everyone ready? Yep. All right. Number two. He's talking to you. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't hear you. <laughs> Yep, let's go. He's just sitting here just watching the screen just going doo-doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Phenomena. <laughs> yeah, I will throw jokes out there every now and then. So even though, like, it will be kind of like a 
I will flip between being serious and being comedic. So just expect a joke at any given moment, no matter what the situation is. That is him also. (laughs) All right. Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? No, says the man in Washington. It belongs to the poor. No, says the man in the Vatican. It belongs to God. No, says the man in Moscow. It belongs to everyone. I rejected those answers. Instead, I chose something different. I chose the impossible. I chose rapture. That speech echoes on the ocean floor as we dive down deep, deep, deep upon the now chaos that is the city of Rapture. It has only been maybe a month now since Frank Fontaine's uh, army, now led by the great Atlas, rose up from the depths and caused the Civil War to begin. And we see as... Just the whole city in disarray. Uh, Big daddies walking around just still doing their work without realizing what's going on around them. Uh, Spliced up people wearing masks as they search and scavenge for whatever they can get their hands on. And as we zoom around the city, we come up to Apollo Square. And up on the third floor of the Artemis Suites in one of the rooms we meet our two characters uh, why don't you all tell us what your characters look like and introduce them to the audience well uh, I'm Maxwell McFarlane a slender built man uh, slick black hair uh, I'm currently hiding out in our apartment there's a war going on outside. I don't know if you know that or not. Currently in here with my wife, Genevieve McFarlane. I'm a... A... a mid-slender woman. With tied back, dark brown hair. Glasses. A pale complexion due to the war going around us and being terrified out of my mind. And what are you? What would you both be currently doing in your apartment? As you can hear, like the booms and screams in the distance from the still ongoing civil war. I, I think we're finally gonna make our way out of the apartment and try to see about getting out of the city. See about gathering any uh, anything that could help us along the way. Band aids, wraps. Make sure we have non, t- you know, not too heavy of clothing, stuff that will help us move quickly, not weigh us down. Yeah, I would definitely say at this time, uh, supplies are starting to run a little low. And you all now will either have to, once again, either try to see if you can find supplies to hold up for however much longer that you can, or you must do what is considered the impossible and see about escaping the city of Rapture. I think it's about time for us to escape. 
we do not know how much longer we will be able to survive in this little apartment. The neighbors across the way have already come to their demise. And I do not wish that upon us. Well, let's do one final look around the apartment, make sure we got what we need before we go. All right. And I'll just say, you all gather what supplies you have left. Um, you get your your wrenches that you all were able to scavenge for your make makeshift made weapons. You each have. You also each have a ranged weapon of sort. What did you all pick for those? Pistol, for so, me. Shotgun for me. Uh, full barrel or sawed off? Sawed off. Nice. <laughs> And I'll say I'll get also say you each get have one uh, basic health pack and one basic Eve pack, and you all will be able to start off with those as well for the time being. And of course, you'll be able to possibly find more depending on how everything goes. I say we gather our weapons and let's start heading out so open the door and first go about seeing if there's any enemies in the hallway and slowly start making our way out of the apartment yeah apartment yeah. area alright so you as soon as you pick, peek your head like out from your apartment door you see just the mess that is like in this hallway and down this hall and as you said earlier, uh, the neighbors across the way have succumbed to their demise. As far as you know, anyone else that used to live in this apart- in these apartments or on this floor have also either died or succumbed to their ailments as well. And as you all start to make your way down the stairs, uh, we're going to do the first roll of the game. Uh, so pick one of the six dice that you have and see if you can roll higher than a four. I got a three on a D6. All right. So that D6 is spent for you, unfortunately, since you failed that roll. I got a D a 10 on a D20. You said 10 on a D20? Yep. All right. So I'll say with that, that's more than enough to make up for the failure that happened earlier. So you still get to keep your D10. But that D6 that you rolled, my guy, that's spent for right now, though. So... You're down to five. Oh, just my luck. <laughs> but yeah, you're able to. You hear sounds here and there. Maybe some skittering and scattering from some nearby vents. But you're able to sneak out and make your way onto the streets of Apollo Square and Rapture. And you know, not far from where you guys are located is a bathosphere is access to a bathosphere station that you all can hopefully access. What do y'all want to do? I say we keep to the shadows and try to move as quickly as possible towards the bathospheres. But you don't think the bathospheres probably might have a surprise waiting for us? It might be overrun by people trying to already use it who might still be sane. Oh, and there could be splicers there. So what are you thinking? Well, 
we know the bathospheres are the only way out of rapture it's the only way up so at some point we will have to go to the bathosphere so should we try to what's the word i'm looking for uh gather enough ammo weapons in case there's a, a stuff waiting for us or should we just try heading straight there uh this is the closest bathosphere to us oh i'm sorry were you asking me that question yes Yes, uh, there is a single bathosphere station that's close by you all. How many other bathosphere stations is there? Um, okay, so just looking at this map that I have pulled up, it's only showing me the one in Apollo Square. Is there... Okay, what about outside of uh, Apollo Square? What would be the next closest? Um... You all aren't quite sure just yet because these bathospheres, especially now the Civil War is going on, may just have a mind of their own. You don't know if this will exactly take you exactly to where you might need to go, but it's the only best way, sure, to get out of there. I still think... I say we go for it. Yeah, we head towards the bathosphere by keeping in the shadow, but let's see about if there's any loot we can gather along the way. Uh, okay, so... Pick up another dice and do a roll. Seven on a D eight. Okay. What is that? Is that a nine or a six? Either way, it's above a four. On a D twelve. All right. Uh, let me look here real quick. I had some I can't stuff. Oh, what like... the dot means? I'm sorry. Oh, when it comes to these dice, and when they put a uh, have a six or a nine, and then the dot next to it, I can never tell which one it is. Yeah, I prefer the line versions where if they put the line underneath the certain way for it to be like a six or nine. The dot is confusing. I agree. I don't know why they just can't make a nine with a stick instead of a swoop. All right, so you still get to keep those dice. Did y'all both succeed on those? Um. Alright, uh, give me, each of you give me a D, uh, D20 roll really quick. What? You cut out, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, make a D20 roll, each of you, really quick for me. Uh, 12. 12, um, Eight. 12 and 8, let me see here. Uh, you find, hold on, everyone's names are escaping me, we had Maxwell and Genevieve. Okay, I'm gonna call you all by your character's names, so that way, not to break the immersion entirely. Uh, Genevieve, you find a bag of glow sticks. And then, Maxwell, you find... trying to figure out... You find a studded axe. So it's an axe that has, like, a really good... One of those really good handles on it. So y'all got some... A way to see, and then an extra melee weapon. And I say, as you all find that, y'all try to make your way further... You see over, kind of, because y'all are still in the shadows, so they haven't spot you yet. There's a there's a couple of people just scavenging through a pile of junk off in the distance from you all. Can we tell if they're spliced up or not? Uh, not from the distance y'all are at currently, I will say. What do you think, Maxwell? Are they directly in our path? Like, to the bathosphere? Uh, they are... They're not, like, 
so they are like on your path but if you i will say if you are able to stay in the shadows and not be nosed by them you can get around them maybe try to stay in the shadows i agree with that don't try to bring attention to ourselves yet so try to move as quietly and quickly as we can in the shadows past them all right another roll from each of you I got an 8 on my D8. Oh, okay. Uh, let me get Genevieve's really quick before we do that one. I got a 5 on my D12. Alright. So you both succeed. You said you got, you said Maxwell got an 8 on a D8? Yep. Alright, so that is a considered a great success in the ND system. Uh, roll that D8 again for me and tell me what you get. A 2. A 2? So, uh, you get a flashback, is what this says. You get a flashback of, hmm, I'm trying to think of what I want this flashback to be for you. You get a flashback, so, would Maxwell have ever been to the boiler rooms? Well, what was your job, Maxwell? In the apartments? Or... Boiler rooms. Okay, so there is like a separate area in Apollo Square for the boiler room. Would Maxwell have ever visited there for anything at some point? I would say, yeah. Considering, well, what was your job? And we'll go from there. Maybe a mechanic type. Then, yeah, him being in the boiler rooms would make sense. Alright, so you get a flashback of. A day you had to go do some repairs at the boiler room in Apollo Square, and you were talking to the boss of of that area, and you remember he has an override key for the bathosphere station. Do I remember where? Uh, it might still be in the boiler room. If the boss, it might still be in the boiler room. Possibly, you just remembered like it was just being on that boss's person. Do you happen to Wait a know? minute. I just remembered something. We may have an override access key that we can get to, but we have to backtrack a little bit first. Where to? The boiler rooms. You know I hate the boiler rooms. Yeah, but... Boss had a key. But... If he had a key, what's to say it's not on him? Where does the boss live? What's the chances of him having it on his person and him not being there but at his home? It stays in the office. It has to stay in the office. It's part of the maintenance procedures. If you're sure he hasn't, him or anybody else has not went and got it, then it might be our best chance. Could always take a risk and go find it. I, if you believe that's the best choice of action, then I then I agree with you. I say let's go for it. Alright. So you both are making your way to the boiler room? Yes. Alright. So in the Apollo Square, looking at going by the map provided for me online, uh, you walk past the bathosphere station, past the entrance to the Hestia Chambers, I believe is how you pronounce it, and then you see... Big steel door with the clear mark sign of boiler room. 
and it is unlocked. You both can walk in, and you are immens- immediately hit by just a wave of heat as the boiler room is surprisingly still up and running. Oh, how much I hate this boiler room. Uh, you get used to the heat after a while. Since you know the boiler room area better than I have, since I've only been down here once or twice to bring you dinner, you lead the way. Well, I guess we'll start heading towards the office. Alright. You make your way to the office door, and I'll say because you had that flashback, you know where the boss's office is in the boiler room. And you try to open the door, and the door's locked. Do you guys have a key placed anywhere, or or do you have a key to get into the office? No. No, that would typically be with the boss in his office. He locks up the office at the end of the day. Is there any way to lockpick the office door? I don't have lockpicks. Do you have lockpicks? I got bobby pins in my hair. How do you think it gets kept up this way? Uh, Maxwell, you remember that the, you suddenly remember the weight of a certain item you found not too long ago. You can always bash the door open. Well, let's see you use those muscles, big man. Alright, I guess I'll try to take the studded axe and bash the door open. Yeah, you don't even have to roll for that, because you have that axe. You just couple good swings, because I imagine Maxwell's got some good muscle on him. Especially if he's a mechanic and he's been in the boiler room before. You just, yeah, just... And the door just kind of opens. And you see... You see the body of your boss, but he looks like he's currently... uh, His body's like head on his desk, possibly dead. And his hand is uh, holding on to the Bastosphere key. Uh, can I poke him with the axe? Uh, you poke him and uh, nothing happens. Alright, I try to take the key. You, uh, try to take the key, and the boss's head now suddenly just snaps up and locks eyes with you. As you are now staring at the eyes of someone who is clearly spliced out of his mind. Ah, zombie! (laughs) Alright. So here's how this works when it comes to combat in any. So, uh, this is also the fun part for Game Masters, is we also get to roll dice for combat. And basically what it is, is I roll a dice, you pick a dice, and because I'm treating him just kind of like normal, I'm rolling a d6. And if you can get... If you can beat my roll, you're able, you will be able to land a hit on this guy, basically. Okay. Alright, so... Alright, you go ahead and roll. I got a 14 with a 20. <laughs> oh, I got a 5 <laughs> on mine. <laughs> I'm not taking no chances. Uh, how, okay, how, I'm just gonna say, how do you just completely just take, how do you end this, how do you just completely just end this guy? I swing my axe and cut off his head. Yeah, and you just, yes, it was like, shink, and you just hear the dunk, 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 as the head just rolls across the floor, 
Like, and then the way it rolls, it the face is looking now at Genevieve with its mouth open. It's all enough of this in the war before. Do I have to rewatch all this again? No more zombies. And you now have a key to the Bathosphere station. Can I search the boss's desk for any, like, bandages or first aid kits or anything? Uh, I'll say you find another health, you find another basic uh, health pack, or what are they called? Health packs? Med packs? Med pack. You find another basic med pack and one Eve pack. Alright, let's make our way to the bathosphere then. Yeah, uh, still... Hmm? Well, I was going to say, in the time spent doing that, those two people might not be there anymore. Yeah, I'll say they have moved on. Uh, you hear, like, commotions coming from, like, an inside another building as you all leave the boiler room and make your way to the bathosphere station. Keep going. I say keep to the shadows still. Let's do it. Let's go to it. Alright, as you all start to you make your way down the steps and they echo the click clack click clack they just oh, echo it just echoes as you all make your way down as this once thriving city underneath the ocean now in disarray and chaos because of just two mad men out of curiosity, can we hear any big daddies or anything? Uh, not at this moment. There are none nearby. Okay. And it would it, it should be go unsaid that you should try your best to avoid those. And you all make your way down little ways, and you come across the bathos. You're now in the bathosphere station, where you see poking out of the water a bathosphere. Uh, I want to do a check over as much as I can on land of whether or not the bathosphere looks safe or if it's been damaged of any way. Um, I will just, I'm just going to give this to you, um, from where you can look at it. It's got lights that are still working, kind of shining on it. There doesn't look to be any major damage done. It still looks to be in good working condition. I say we use the key and let's get out of here. Yeah, this could be it for us. Let's go. Uh, as soon as y'all take like two steps towards it, you just hear the sound of what sounds like something scraping across metal. Oh. What was that? It just sound like something scraping across metal. <laughs> it's like we have here Did, you can't even see where this voice is coming from it just seems to echo in this station around you all and you just hear the end of uh, just metal scraping against each other make a choice I ready my shotgun yeah I ready my pistol yeah, as you both do that, you see a single person land on top of the bathosphere. Motherfucker. Another spliced person. Uh, re- re- remind me what... I know this is specifically named for the ones that have hooks. Oh, crap. 
Uh, I'm a spider want... splicer, is it? Spider yes. slicers, yes. yes. A single <laughs> spider splicer. Wearing a rabbit mask. Oh, what is this bullshit? All right. And with that, I need everyone to make a single roll. Fuck that. I'm going with this. <laughs> oh, no. What did Maxwell get? I got a three out of 20. Oh, no, it's fine. Your thing mm, is fine. Well, don't make mine at an angle. Uh, what did Genevieve get? 11. Um, 20. So you... So that's another dice spent for Maxwell. As you shoot first, and you... Like, the bullet just whizzes by, and the spider slicer starts to leap out at you both. And because of my two that I rolled, Genevieve... I'm just picturing raises a shotgun as it's like about to pounce on Maxwell. And I just blow his freaking brains out. Yeah, you just blast it back so hard that it barely even makes a noise as it you blast it so hard back and it just splashes back into the water. You don't mess with an old soldier. Whatever. Especially one who can keep her dice. <laughs> but I will say because of that shotgun blast? We have a risk of others hearing us. We better go now. Yeah, you start to hear voices and footsteps. Use the key. Let's go now. All right, I use the key. All right, so, yeah, you're both able to get inside the bathosphere station, the bathosphere. You stick the key into it, and you it starts to descend right on time as you see just a maybe about a half dozen people just swarm into the station as you both sink into the water. We got lucky there. Yeah, well. What are those things? I don't know. I have a hook. It almost looks like Bob from accounting. Bob from accounting. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> that was funny. And we see as kind of the camera pans out a little bit. A little bit, not little bit. As... You see the bathroom station. You try to tip. Uh, I will say, Maxwell, you try to give it directions on where to go to get to the surface. But even with the override key, it's not the whatever you try to push in doesn't work as the bathosphere turns and starts to go to another section of the city. Oh, why aren't we going up? We're supposed to be going up. I, I don't know. The, the controls are not... I put the key in. It's supposed to override it. It's not doing it. We're going towards the city. More towards the city. I, I, up. I put up. It's not going up. It's not going towards the surface. I'm sorry. I don't... I guess we're just going to have to ride this one out. And where this bathosphere takes the both of you, I guess we'll find out during the next session. Great. Two nice job already. <laughs> All right. Going swimmingly. Uh, and I will say, in the water. <laughs> and I will say because you both, that was such a good like first session and just how well this kind of turned out with both of you. I'm going to reward you both each with another silver any. So you should each now have two silver and one gold any.
I am writing this stuff down. What is that last word you're saying? How is that spelled? E-N-I-N-E. Okay, that's what I thought. The Like the rule book. Yeah. Okay. And then again, the silver ennies allow you to add plus one to any roll you do after. So you could literally like use both of those to add plus two onto a roll. And the gold ones allow you to just re-roll any challenge dice, which is what they're referring to. That looked to me and like, you could have used it. They don't want to use it right (laughs) off the bat. Yeah. Ouch. I just pinched my finger. Yeah, well, I think this was a really good like first level session. It's like we got to do some basic character creation, pretty decent introduction to the characters and what they're possibly going to be facing. What more is going to lie in store? I I'm guess. excited about this. Yeah, I, uh, I am as well. I, I definitely uh, will have Maxwell completely more fleshed out. Now that we've started and we see, we hear and see how this is playing out, we're able to actually put not really face to character, but oh, yeah. I've already got a picture of what my guy looks like in the environment. He's the 1950s era style, almost going into the 60s mechanic that would have like the single coverall boiler suit style. Are you talking tied about- at the waist with the tank top on? So when I hear you say it like that, are you? It it kind of reminds me of, oh, what is the name of that movie? The dude's dead. The black guy. Oh, what is his you name? About the, was the Bill Cosby movie? No, no, no. It's he, the big bald black guy. He's also in Armageddon, and I love that movie. Uh-huh. Oh. Name. Oh no, I'm not talking about the green mile. I'm talking yeah, but I'm meaning how he looks with the overalls. No, not the coveralls. Oh. A boiler suit. It's a full body suit. That oh, that's like slip knot wires. Oh, I thought it was like overalls. No, not coveralls. It's a boiler suit. But over coveralls. Don't, don't, don't ask. I have no clue. I mean, don't but the boiler suit would be like undone to the waist and tied. So it would stay up and it would be my pants. And then I would have like a okay tank top on. So like Armageddon when they're on the oil rig and they have that. Yeah, something like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Know why I, you're comparing I, all this to Armageddon. I, but. I, <laughs> I'm in the mood to watch Armageddon lately. Leave me alone. And we do not have that movie and I gotta find it. <laughs> Alright. And with that, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and all other listeners, this is your Game Master Hunter. Here again with the wonderful co-host of the Rapture Bioshock Lorecast. This is Valkyrie Kitten. And Twist Advice. And we will see you next time on Escape from Rapture. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Escape from Rapture, a special TTRPG series on Rapture, a Bioshock Lorecast. You can listen to this podcast wherever available on your preferred podcasting service. You can also follow the show on Twitter slash X under at a Lorecast. 
We'll see you next time. And remember, no gods or kings, only man. <laughs>